Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. In the late 1600s, in Northamptonshire, England, there was a Union Church in the town of Kettering. Union Church is not the name of a denomination, but rather it describes a congregation that is made up of people from several different Christian persuasions, trying to work together as one local church. This particular Union Church was made up of Congregationalists, Presbyterians, and Baptists. The pastor of this one Union Church believed in and practiced the sprinkling of infants. Of course, the Baptist members of the church believed in baptism by immersion after salvation. So part of the agreement in working together was for there to be a Baptist assistant pastor who was permitted to baptize believing adults. The Baptist assistant pastor of this Union Church was named William Wallace. Over time, the Baptist members of the Union Church in Kettering realized that if they were going to be true to their scriptural beliefs, they could no longer be a part of this Union effort. So, under the leadership of William Wallace, the Baptists withdrew from the Union Church and formed a Baptist church with Mr. Wallace as their pastor. One of the men who was part of the Baptist congregation was named Edward Gill. It surely was not easy for Edward Gill to make this transition, to separate from good people in the Union Church and to be part of a new, smaller church. But he knew that it was the right thing to do to live according to his Bible beliefs. Edward Gill and his family made the difficult move of helping to start this new Baptist church, and he was made a deacon in the new Baptist church. Edward Gill and his wife had a son named John, who was born to them while they were still part of the Union Church. Very early in his life, John showed evidences of possessing a brilliant mind and of being a diligent student. He could read fluently in Latin and Greek before he was 12 years old, and his skills in those languages amazed local pastors. Mr. and Mrs. Gill knew that their son had the potential to become a remarkable man. Soon the Gills were faced with another difficult decision. The school that their son John attended was led by an Episcopal pastor. That pastor decided to make it mandatory for all of the students in his school to attend Episcopal prayer meetings. The Gills didn't want their son to be influenced by unscriptural doctrines, so they pulled John out of that school and began to teach him at home. This change motivated John to read and study even more diligently. He became skillful not only in the Latin, Greek, and Hebrew languages, but also in subjects such as logic, speech, science, and philosophy. When John Gill was 12 years old, he heard his pastor, Pastor Wallace, preach on the text, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? He was deeply convicted of his sins and of his lost condition, and for a long time thereafter, he struggled with his need of salvation. At last, he put his faith in Christ and knew that he had been born again. When he was 18, he was baptized in a nearby river. Soon God called John Gill to preach. He continued to study diligently, and he began to teach and preach to others at every opportunity. When he was 22 years old, he was called to be the pastor of a church in London. The church grew quickly under his preaching. The crowds overflowed the building. Many people were getting saved. John Gill pastored that church for 51 years. It would later become known as the Park Street Chapel, and eventually it became the Metropolitan Tabernacle 
pastored by Charles Spurgeon. In the 1700s, John Gill was a powerful spiritual leader, not only in London, but throughout Great Britain and the United States. John Gill would become a renowned Baptist theologian. His book of theology, entitled A Body of Doctrinal and Practical Divinity, has no equal. His commentaries on the whole Bible are considered by many to be the most valuable ever published. Augustus Toplady, who wrote the classic hymn, Rock of Ages, would often attend John Gill's weeknight Bible studies. He said this about Mr. Gill, So far as the doctrines or the gospel are concerned, Gill never besieged an error which he did not force from its strongholds, nor did he ever encounter an adversary to truth whom he did not baffle and subdue. His doctrinal and practical writings will live and be admired and will be a standing blessing to posterity when their opposers are forgotten. John Gill's contribution to Baptist history and theology is unmatched. If you don't own or have never read anything by John Gill, I highly recommend that you do. Your faith will be strengthened. Now, consider this. Would John Gill have become one of the most influential Baptist minds in church history? Had he continued to grow up in that Union Church, where the Baptist members weren't free to stand and grow in their scriptural distinctives? Would he have become the incomparable Baptist leader and influence that he was and is, had he stayed in a school where he was required to attend the Church of England prayer meetings? The answer to both questions is clearly no. Mr. and Mrs. Edward Gill had been forced to make some difficult and unpopular decisions about their church and about their son's schooling while he was very young. There's no way they could have known just how consequential those decisions would turn out to be. The life of faith often presents us with some difficult choices. When you make the wrong choices, you never realize what you've missed out on. When you make the right choices, you're forever grateful that you did. Christian, God has some wonderful things ahead for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.